One Piece has almost a million characters, so much so that if you made a calendar, you could probably put at least one character in each day of the year. But today, we are rating the 10 One Piece Straw Hat crew members from top to bottom and hating the other one for not having the same list. I'm Minty. I don't like your intro. I'm gonna redo it. Boop 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 boop. We're ranking the Mugwawas. Edit that in, okay? I'm Annie. I think you pronounce it wrong every time you say it. And this is Fun Untitled where we, I was gonna say solve every podcast. We're gonna, do it. We're gonna solve every unsolved case. <laughs> we are gonna replace that hole. Buds be unsolved is gonna leave, oh. and we're gonna solve the mystery of who has bad taste. I'm pretty sure it's still playing by the time this episode comes out. Okay, so if you live under a rock, One Piece is the like number one manga in the world. It's about a thousand chapters long, almost a thousand episodes long. That's got like twenty movies. Yeah, and I think it came out when I was in preschool, so it's been going on for. At least over 20 years. I gotta say even before preschool. That's 97? And it's not the best when it comes to female characters but has great stories so we let it go and they have a pirate crew named the Straw Hats Pirates that we follow along the journey. One Piece is so old there's literally a kid who asks Oda the creator of One Piece hey I really like One Piece do we ever get to figure out how the other characters join the crew? And Oda was like, oh, you poor little summer child. Wow, that's sad. Yeah, but, you know, if I could find that kid, I would beat him up. I imagine the first half of this would be kind of boring because I think we both know our, like, top fours, but that bottom six is going to be where the craziness goes in. I mean, you want to just do um the bottom, bottom to top? That's what the most extreme did on Animal Planet. Yo, let's do that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, get, you know, get the exciting part done with first. And then when you're tired or you got to go somewhere, you know, it's like whatever. Come but back later. <laughs> yeah. Alright, number 10. Obviously, we don't hate any of these characters. They're just our least favorite. And obviously, it's going to be riddled with biasy, except for the top three. And we might sound a bit mean, but it's because we have to defend ourselves. And not entertaining if like, Oh, old chap, what an interesting choice. I respect your decision. Because my number 10 is broke. Okay, how... Okay. Now, I'm going to play my card here. How is Jinbei not number 10? I think Jinbei brings something different to the pirate crew, I think Brooke is pretty redundant in a lot of aspects. Yeah, the whole swordsman, that's what Zolo is. The whole pervert, that's Sanji. Even the elements like ice is like, eh, like whatever. I mean, Nami can technically do ice if she does like hail. I don't think I've ever seen her do hail though. I think she can only do heat waves and thunderclouds. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I don't think Brooke is, I mean, I love him, you know? Yeah. He's funny, he's pervy, he makes those like, oh man, my eyes are coming out of my socket. Wait, I don't have eyes. <laughs> like, it's very funny, but it's also like, you're just really redundant. I don't think you're that necessary to the series. I don't think you really add that much. See, okay, I'm not gonna argue Brooke is a very weak character because he's my number nine. <laughs> so, like, I, I ranked him pretty low too. I think Brooke inches out Jinbei because oh, this is completely unfair because we should have said we didn't read slash watch all of One Piece so we didn't actually get to the point where Jinbei officially joins the crew. We just kind of see him in Fishman Island. Oh yeah, so Minty is on Whole Cake Island. Annie is in Dressrosa. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Like, we've seen a lot of Jimbe. But I think Brooke jives with a lot of the crew better 
than Jinbei could because Jinbei is such a straight man. Oh. So that's what I kind of t- took into account that Jinbei only really has a relationship with Luffy. That is true. That I- is a good point. And the fact that Brooke has so many similarities with other people, he was able to get along with them better. I feel like for a pirate crew, finally they have a water affinity character. You know how useful that's going to be? You know how many times these devil fruit users almost died? Luffy falls in. So then Chopper and Brooke wants to save him. <laughs> and then eventually somebody will get them that doesn't have a devil fruit power. Honestly, one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> like, I don't really care for the whole Chopper being like, Someone call a doctor! You are the doctor! Oh yeah! I think that's funny. Yeah. Come on, to number nine. I mean, you've already explained your number nine. I think you kind of agree why Brooke is pretty low. My number nine is Chopper. Whoa. As cute. higher than Chopper. That's upsetting. As cute as Chopper is, and I do like his transformation powers and his backstory is very sad. I don't know. There's something about Chopper that I don't feel like. I guess he's not the most active player. I will say, um, when Chopper became all chibi and the cute sex appeal, I, I, he. Sex appeal? I don't know what the cute appeal. <laughs> no, I, no, stick with he it. He kind of got a little bit more boring. Like, his only role was just to bandage people up. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Like, he's been pigeonholed. I mean, that is his role, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I love Chopper. He's very cute. And I really love his whole whatever island. Dr- Drum Island. Cherry Blossom Island. Sorry, I forgot to rechange the name under new management. <laughs> but I do see what you mean where, yeah, Pilot's not the best. I, yeah, I don't know. Here's a problem. So our number nines, mine's book, yours is Chopper. They have a really sad past. Yes. Yeah. What's the goat moment? They don't have one. Oh, yeah. You think Chopper would have one, though? I'm sure he has something. I mean... Like, maybe the whole, um, fighting in Alabasta, but, you know, no one's raving about that. Yeah... Yeah, that's sad. You could, you know, we can't say, oh, this straw hat, I really like them because the past is sad. Like, sorry, Chopper, everyone's sad. That won't carry you to the next round. Yeah. I mean, obviously some are sadder than others. Yeah. I do think Chopper's one is one of the saddest ones, which will rank maybe another day. Wait, maybe another, which past makes us want to just jump off the ledge. And then we're going to add other people like Ace. Law. Sabo. Yada yada. Rebecca. Rebecca! She, um, oh, Shirohima. The, the Fishman Island Princess? Oh, she a Hoshi. She a Hoshi. You fucker. Vivi. Maybe Vivi. not Vivi. No, no. <laughs> take her out. But moving on to our number eight. Mine's pretty obvious. It's, it's Jimbe at this point. There we go, man. Let's rock and roll, buckaroo. Maybe after we get we catch up, get to Wano arc, we would we will put Jimbe higher. But for now, it's just not enough screen time. But I do think he has the potential to bring something different to the crew. Like, very different. Personality, powers, blah, blah, blah. It sucks because um from the little bit I've seen with Wano like he comes in the middle of battle. So it's not like you can fuck around in the middle of battle. So I've never got to see the other side of him other than being the straight face. And I want, you know, I want more facets of this fish man. You do like more zania characters, quirky, eccentric. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> Meanwhile, number eight, I put Frankie. No. It's a hard choice. Like, I can't believe- What? Okay, I like Frankie, right? But, um, he's a very important member of the crew. You need a ship, right? He's really cool and whatnot with the whole making the machines, making the cola blaster. He kind of becomes one-dimensional 
show after a while. He's the sex appeal. He's the actual sex appeal One Piece. He's the one that makes all the characters go OMG. You're beautiful. <laughs> you're cool. You're awesome. I do really like the scene in Punk Hazard when he's singing his song and all the kids are singing the song and they leave the facilities and the marines just watching this tank man <laughs> sing about how great he is. Like, I love him, but you know, he's competing with people like Nami, Usopp, yada yada. And he hasn't gotten to the part where Frankie fights in Dressrosa, so that's why they don't know what they're talking about. God, I don't Apparently, Frankie's moment is goat moments when he fights a baby man. So, I gotta wait. I don't know if it's the goat moment, but it's, um, it's interesting. It's very funny. Punk has a doll when he was in Chopper's body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that whole body swapping thing was very funny. It's, it's so, like... I do like Frankie's powers a lot. Like, I don't have anything negative to say about Frankie in particular. And yet you put him at eight? I just think he got a little bit one-dimensional. Like, he didn't get as pigeonholed as Chopper, right? But he kind of just comes with, this is my super awesome machine, and that's it. And yet, Chopper has not appeared on your list yet, Coming so... up, bitch. Anyways, number seven, Robin, for me. Okay, fair enough. Um, for me, I put Nami. And which one you want to talk about first, boo-boo? Okay, let's go with the obvious. I put Robin on the bottom. I love the maturity. I love her easygoing flow. I love that she has a passive crocodile, and she has amazing powers, and she has a power, but she's not super proactive. Yeah, I guess She that. doesn't really take the initiative to really do anything, so that's why she's pretty low on the list, but, like, middle road for other things. I've said. Real fast about Robin, I now I love her. I will talk more about her when we get there. But her only role in the damn story is to read these pornographs that's all over the world. And I honestly could not give her any shits about the polygraph. I mean, you only get a taste of it in Alabasta. And you get I, to see it in the Fishman Island. Yeah, that's true. A little bit in Fishman Island. Oh, that doesn't really tell you anything except, like, Neptune. Yeah. But I think they start playing more of a role in Whole Cake Island, which even I haven't gotten to with a real role. But I don't... The big purpose of it, which we won't spoil. That's but, a big purpose? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you don't know. Um... Because Annie knows a lot of spoilers of One Piece. Is it about the whole Shiro Hoshi thing? No. Okay, because I know um it predicts like the destruction of the world and Shiro Hoshi's one of them. Yeah, because technically she's Neptune, right? Yeah. In a sense, but there's something more. Okay, we'll get there one day. Yeah, but like I said, even I'm not like exactly there either. Yeah. But Nami? A okay. seven? No offense. How dare you? No offense. But, but after the time skip, do we need Nami? She's the navigator. Oh, no, I'm showing jobs out the window. <gasps> like... Frankie is very important, right? Sure. So, like, you know, we can't, I can't just judge them on their job or else Usopp, the man who never fired a single cannon in his life, would be on the bottom. <laughs> He's sniper. He's sniper king. Have you seen that man's bounty in Dress Rosa? He's the highest of them all. No. Yeah, you haven't gotten to that part either. Maybe we should have waited on doing this. Oh, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, it's personally for me, I think Nami really shined before the time skip and then afterwards. Now, when she didn't have any powers? What powers does she have now that we saw? Okay, after time skip, we see Usopp do the plant things a lot. Right. Nami, what power up does she really get? Can you name it? I'm on Whole Cake Island. I'm getting there. But she was in all of Fishman Island. I forget. I, you know how all the straw hats had the individual fight? I yeah. forgot what Nami did. Oh, wait, I don't think Nami even had one. I think she like, passed the baton 
gone to someone? No, I think she did something. I remember Fishman Island, there was a part where all the guys had epic one-shot kills, but except the girls, and I was like, what, what is this bullshit? <laughs> and you were like, hey, we don't read One Piece for the sexual equality. <laughs> so, can't even remember what her power-up is. I can't believe you. She has played the same role from be- before to after Timescale, and even not just the job, but just kind of keeping everyone together, having a plan, looking for money. That's her role. Really putting a perspective on the Fishman people. <gasps> I just... You upset me. I'll, I'll cry about it later. Like, I will rank her this high because I really like her interaction in Alabasta with Vivi. Lesbians. Lesbians. But in Punk Hazard, her suddenly being like, hey, we're gonna save all these kids. Because I'm, say it with me, kids, a woman with a womb. I care about the children. Like, yeah. You know, that didn't bother me. But when you say it like that, I mean, I kind of see it. It's just, now don't get me wrong. Nami's not a cold-hearted bitch, right? So, but I feel like she's someone who never really shown, like, oh, we have to herald these children. I will make the effort to go island to island and drop these kids off. And kind of. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't do it. Well, she doesn't do it because Takagi, like, begs on her knees, like, oh, let me do it, please. Because, you know, Oda was like, the, the story flow would be rancid if I let Nami do that. But she also has a thing for Navy women. Lesbian. <laughs> Fucking lesbian. Alright, moving on. Five? Yeah, five. Well, we're still on the bottom half. No, six then. Moving on to number six, so we can get out of the bottom half. I did have to, unfortunately, pick Frankie. How could you? I know. I can't believe it. Frankie, he's the super guy. I super honestly do... <laughs> Tell me how you want to do it. I know you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. The American would rock out the Britney Spears. 100%. He's a diva man. There's nothing wrong with Frankie, I honestly think. It's just everyone above Frankie is just like immaculately, spectacularly, have those goat moments, uh, really appeal to my personal tastes. You think it's weird that you put all the newer half in the bottom? I did think about that. And I honestly have no... No regrets. (laughs) I I don't really think about those things it's just really my personal taste right it's just it just so happens um but i think frankie is so close to breaking the barrier though i feel like that's just kind of saying that you like the writing in the beginning of one piece better maybe maybe but i also think characters who are there longer are forced to have power-ups are forced to have like these character developments because otherwise if they stay stagnant then it's like ugh. Yeah. It's just time, you know? But again, Frankie, I think, is great. And I, I do love his past. I love the whole, like, being an apprentice of Tom, being an orphan, you know? What, yeah. what he did what he had to do to survive and made it his hobby, made it his lifehood. Who's your five? Or six? My six is... Um, I'm gonna change it last minute. I think I'm gonna put Chopper. Oh, thank God. Oh! <laughs> oh! I'm like, because I know you. You're not putting my man Usa <laughs> on the bottom half. I think I changed it because you, when you told me uh, the whole... Oh, he kind of became pigeonholed as just a cute guy. I was like, you know what? You're right. Chopper. words. <laughs> you ain't hot shit. That's still pretty high, though. He's still pretty high. Yeah, no, he's very funny. He's very useful. I do love most of the scenes he's in. He's very knowledgeable and he actually builds the world with like the diseases that exist. And humble. And uh, oh, the humble. Boy, <laughs> boys go on humble for days.
face. He's got those humble pies. I did think it was very funny of the whole reunion. He was very gullible when he fell for the fake straw hat crew. No. Chopper, the doctor. He's very innocent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You want to just leave with one of them. All right, let's go to top five where hopefully things start getting you know, a lot better. This is where it's like, I mean, they're really the big... Oh, I see a list. Okay. Okay. Huh. My number five is Sanji. Okay. Oh, and you gave me shit. Okay. Yep, yep. We're going to put Nami and Usopp above Sanji. All right. Leave your <laughs> fucking case. Um. You didn't read Hell Kick Island. You don't know him. You don't know him like I Annie loves Sanji so much that she knows all the Sanji-related spoilers of Whole Cake Island. Not the important holographs, not the important Big Mom, none of those, just Sanji. I have watched One Piece opening 20, with the one with about Sanji, way more than any normal man should. And to be fair, we've seen Sanji's past as children more than any other past. Yeah, we've seen that guy eat his foot. We've seen the anchor take off his foot. Hey, don't bring the four kids here. <laughs> That's a four kid. Actually, I think that's just the anime version in general. Yeah, because otherwise they weren't animated at all. Yeah. Or maybe they made an illusion, you know, like, oh, it came off with an anchor, but in actuality, he ate that thing. Ah, okay, there is nothing wrong with Sanji. He's got great powers, love that personality, he's got, like, his highs and lows of maturity. I am, maybe if there's one flaw that I do think is a little nitpicky, because I do think it's very cute and he does it very uniquely, is that womanizing of him. Yeah. It's not my personal favorite trait in a character but I do love that Sanji is not like a lustful man he's very like simp simp please step on me man thank you very much kind of man but you know like when he got like stone cold frozen in Fishman Island a little annoying yeah I do like that he needed a blood transfusion hilarious and you know built up to the epic scene at the end (laughs) well yeah that's why Sanji's number five oh one of my favorite things about Sanji is that he'll never fight with his hands because that's meant for cooking. Oh, so cool. That is so like, ah. Oh. Okay, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna talk, you're gonna hear me talk about Sanji later. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> As if I didn't spoil number one. Anyways, <laughs> so my number five, I put Usopp. And don't get me wrong, he's very funny. Love the man. The beginning of One Piece, he's kind of useless. But we all know that because he's a coward. A, a type of comedy relief. Yes. In the beginning. Still is. It's really a good comparison of how strong Luffy is compared to, like, Usopp. Right. And, you know, the whole lying thing is very funny. He doesn't have any tired jokes. He made a lot of inventions for Nami. That is true. That's probably his biggest aspect before time skip. Yeah. And then, um, in After Time Skate, he does have all the plants, and maybe he shines a little bit more in Dress Rosa because- A lot more. Yeah, a lot more. Sure, he became God. But he didn't really do much in, um, Fishman Island and Punk Hazard from what I've seen. True. So, yeah, so maybe if I read Dress Rosa, Usopp would be a little bit higher, but, you know, like, he's the handyman. He's kind of the moving the plot forward. Like, oh, I just so happen to have a seed that would make a boat, and then a seed that would make paddles. That way we can get a Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of, ca- you have no hate for Zanji. I have no hate for Usopp. Yeah, I mean, these top five is probably like, again, the immaculate ones. Yeah, the GOAT. And I'll talk to all y'all ones who've already seen Dress Rosa later when we get, where I place Usopp. Because my number four, and this will probably put me in one piece hell, is Monkey D. Luffy. Oh, God, that's a, that's a tough take. <laughs> Obviously, if anyone is ranking the One Piece crew, Luffy has to be a top five. To be honest, he really should be top three but uh, 
I just Nami really I love the coward trio okay I think they're just freaking hilarious I know Chop is part of coward trio and I put them very low but I just love those three I kind of like we know why Luffy is gold like who are we kidding ourselves I need you to explain right now how Nami Zolo Usopp got higher than Luffy it's all personal taste because I'm not super into sunshine characters because Luffy obviously he has conflict he, he fights people he has a goal he'll do whatever he wants I, I just think it's just maybe it's just the same level look I, I'm having a hard time explaining this because you know it's Luffy Monkey D Luffy the main character he's one of the best anime characters ever yeah but just for my personal taste he's just a little lower than Zolo Nami and Usopp I will say the beginning Luffy was a little bit better because he had those moments where he's all cheery but he still had like some thought like he needed to beat up Kobe so that way the Marines didn't think he was associated with pirates and like the whole he has his morals of he's not gonna help Nami unless she asks for help and then he kind of got a lot simplified later on to just be the dumb guy with Bruce drink to be fair though when there was only Luffy and you know two other characters he had to take on more roles with more characters he could take on less roles and just focus on what he's really meant to be stupid I think something interesting about Luffy is that um he never really hears people's sad past and that kind of helped in his case because like he never heard Nami's past because he was sleeping the entire time but he still helped her nonetheless He's a man who lives in the present and knows that what he needs to get to the future he wants to get. Oh, the coolest battles, too. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It very, you can do a lot, surprisingly, with just rubber powers. The creativity that Oda has for Luffy is off the charts. So that's why he's number four. Screw you. It's hard to explain because I do think it is blasphemy for me to put him at number four. He really should be top three, but again, it just comes down to personal taste. Well, my number four is Robin, and does she belong to be a high hell no fuck no i just think she has a lot of interesting elements her past her relationship with crocodile her fruit powers her being archaeologist sorry i don't know how to pronounce the words i did go to speech therapy i am trying <laughs> I, it just, I feel like robin just has all these interesting elements and the whole being the straight man but like still easygoing but has a grim sense of humor or whatever aesthetic leave a comment what you think is worse putting luffy that low or putting robin this high hey, i'm just saying that the Robin has a lot of nice points it's just Oda kind of fudged the landing after the time skip yeah you know she got less interesting too after the time skip looks a lot less interesting is a lot less interesting Annie has this vendetta against <laughs> Robin because she's like she looks too much like Boa Hancock and I'm like dude live with it never give her back her cowboy hat you coward it's an Indiana Jones reference oh yeah I missed that hat too so and she knew a lot before the time skip yeah she was very useful in a lot of regards. It just, I just, it was just, does she get better than Jess Wilson? She has this one scene, but not my favorite scene. I feel like there's so much better things Robin could do with her powers, but Oda's like, hand wings. Giant legs that go stomp. To be fair though, her powers are a little OP. We should see it more then. Because <laughs> she literally can just bring her hands behind someone's back and like, knock them out. Yeah. Poor Pell. I mean, it doesn't work for everyone, because but then Luffy could just 
take out the bigger ones. But then, like, who are you gonna leave for, like, everyone else then? So, I put Robin this high just because I really do like her before a time skip. And she does have a really nice relationship with the whole entire Straw Hat crew. True. I mean, why do you think people ship her with, like, Zolo and Frankie? Like, do you think she's shipped, like, with the most people? I guess so. I'm not really strong in shippings for One Piece characters. Oh. Uh. No one ships her with Sanji. Fuck you. A, people sh- a lot of people ship her with Nami. And then some people ship her with Law. I don't know why. Oh, that's an interesting one. Oh, a lot of people ship her with Koala. Eh, eh. <laughs> I've only seen one interaction. Coward. She's not a cradle robber. Come on. <laughs> Moving on. That's our number four. Is Luffy being number four is more heinous. You know that, right? I want to hear from the people. This is a democracy. <laughs> My number three, which are characters that probably really talks to our tastes. I mean, you have basically the Kylo trio minus Chopper, and I have the Monster trio. Which actually is a little shocking. Why? You're not always for the action forward people, which actually I should be, but... Yeah, because the whole argument you have, like, oh, strong women or I have to be physically strong, and I'm like, they, they can be emotionally strong, and you're like, no, not in Shonen. I'm sorry, sometimes it's like the whole Elizabeth Leone's from Seven Deadly Sins. She went into the bug swarm We're and took on. the We're not talking about Seven Deadly Sins every single damn time. My number three is Usopp because he is so goddamn funny. And he is the character with the most development because he had to go from a zero to a ten. Yeah, And, Annie, don't listen. But when we all know in Dressrosa, when he became God, that is the funniest shit ever. I was losing my fucking mind. And then uh, the the praise, the worship, the the build up, the payoff, the consequences. Oh my god, it's mind blowing. I know you guys know this. And that's why Usopp is my number three. And to be honest, he was kinda high even before that. Oh I'm sorry, Anna, you can listen in. <laughs> but Usopp was always pretty high for me because I kinda started to realize, you know, he's very funny, he's very unique. I mean his design's a little racist because he's clearly black, but he's not that dark. But we'll skip uh part of that. But yeah, that's why I like Usopp so much. Oh, Annie, turn your head away. And the sniper scene? We all know what we're talking about in Dress Rosa? Holy shit! Hey, okay. That's cool. Anyways, you can talk about your number three. Okay, well, real fast. If Nami's your number one, I will scream. I'm gonna fucking jump out the goddamn window. I'll pick whoever I want. My number three is Zolo. <gasps> I think of the three monster trio, you choose Zolo? Hell yeah. I think Zolo's very interesting. He has a strong moral code. The whole, he didn't let Usopp back on the team because, you know, what kind of pirate crew would it be if Usopp kept, you know... Precedent. Precedent. And then he has really strong attacks. He has... Is he, is he Japanese? He's just like a samurai. Yeah, I think the country that he would technically be from is Japan. It's really weird because you have Ronald Ark, which is technically Japan, and then you have Zolo from the East Blue, who's kind of dressed like them. <gasps> it's a connection! They put him in the river and he went down east! <laughs> and he's honestly just go like he's one of the coolest characters and there's so many funny things that happen because he has no sense of direction and he puts a sword in his mouth y'all and he has a long ass interesting history of what swords he have which are cursed yada yada unfortunately I didn't put Zolo higher just because I really wish he was a 
little bit more developed personality-wise. Excuse you. Excuse you. Excuse you. Excuse you. Excuse you. Like, he's a cool dude. Like, you know, the whole Luffy scene of, I will take on Luffy's pain for him. And he didn't even tell Luffy what's up. That is one of my absolute favorite scenes of all animes. All animes. Number one's from Naruto, but that's probably, like, number two, to be honest. Yeah, and then I just... I don't know. I love that he sleeps a lot, but because of that, you know. Hey, Zelda, wake up. Have some scene- screen time. It's hard because I know who your number twos are. We all know who the number twos are. Yeah. So, it, well, one of them makes sense to be higher. Is yours number two fucking Zolo? on my screen. No, my number two is Nami. Oh, thank God. All I ever asked for. There are some other scenes I like of Zolo, but I'll talk about that when I go to my number one. I think we've we've talked about who our number ones when One Piece are already, so it's not really a big shock to people. But my number one is Nami. Oh, no, sorry. Number two is Nami. You kid picked the weirdest hills to die on. <laughs> as much as Annie doesn't like Nami. I don't like mean characters, I'm sorry. I mean, she's, like you said, she's not a cold-hearted bitch. She's just greedy and has always had to look out for herself. Okay, who has the best past? of One Piece. Nami. Nami. The, the pause was unnecessary. It's Nami. Period. It's so cleverly written. It's very ingrained into her and it explains like a lot of her personality. Weird fast. Zola is like the worst fast. I didn't mention that. That is true. <laughs> and I hate, I fucking hate his, any interactions he has with Takagi. I do always hate it when somebody is like, you look like from someone in my past and so now I'm all of a sudden nice to you or like different around. I'm like, that's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so funny how every goddamn character in One Piece has like a potential female love interest. All the male characters have potential female love interest because you gotta keep this shit hetero. Luffy has Boa Hancock. Zola has whatever. Sanji has Puddin. Usopp has the sick girl. I forget her name. Kaya? Kaya, yeah. I guess not. Frankie technically has Kiwi and Mozu. You count that. Frankie's gay. It's just a girl, you know, they they can go back home to. Gay as fuck. Book has has Laboon. Is not a lady. You don't know that. <laughs> you checked the gender. That way has a house inside it. You think it has organs anymore? You don't need an organ to be a lady or a man. Sex- okay, whatever. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to the trap now. <laughs> Back to um, Nami. I mean, apparently her past is going to define her as number two. Okay, no. But I just think it's one of the reasons. Is it not a good past? It's a good past. We've yeah. explained this in the East Blue arc of why it's so perfectly written. Go back to that one if you want to know or just rewatch it honestly I think it's like one episode yeah is one of your favorite scenes not the whole you know Luffy help me she's screaming at him I was on Luffy's part not Nami oh come on I don't like Nami you can't change my my mind in like a few minutes I like Nami I think there is a caring part to Nami you know like how she like oh wait that was Vivi whatever <laughs> <laughs> cause I was thinking all no, Vivi screaming Nami. stop fighting no, <laughs> no, no that's... <laughs> Nami was like it will always be my friend and everyone else held their arms up with the axe and Nami's like, yeah. You know what? Screw you. I like Nami. I've always liked Nami. Name I also always like Zolo. Name me three goat moments of Nami. Look, Nami's not the fighter of the group. She doesn't get the goat moments like the monster trio, okay? But I do think that she is, in a sense, connects with a lot of people outside of the group. I will give you that. That, um, Usopp, like,
like, he doesn't really branch out to the One Piece NPCs, but Nami always does. She's friends with Vivi. She had a connection with, like, Fishman people. Maybe that makes more sense now for the punk hazard, why she's, you know, with the children. She's always played the role to be, like, a go-between, in a sense. More than the other characters, at least. Yeah. She's a very well-rounded character. Because in a sense, you say maybe it doesn't make sense, but also it's like, well, then maybe it does make sense, but it's just showing, you know, different sides of her. It's my fucking list. I'll put it wherever the fuck I want. Screw you and your silence. What the fuck you want me to say? Like, oh, can you change my mind? You've done it. Here's a medal. I like Nami. Whatever. <laughs> your number two is Luffy. There's really nothing to say that we haven't said already. The thing about Luffy is that he's a pirate, so his morals isn't as black and white like as um Tanjiro or as Deku. He doesn't have to be like the all 100% good guy. Like, hey, Ace is being executed. Ace is a pirate. He probably did some shitty things. Luffy does not give a single fuck. He's gonna do our best favorite arc and pull down. And like, you know, but he's still really nice with the whole um Amazon lilies where he covers that girl's back to hide the fact she's a slave. Oh, that's a cute scene. That's incredibly cute. There's a lot of goat moments with Luffy and not just necessarily fighting. It's just him interacting with people. Fair. Yeah. So that's why, like, you know, we talked a lot about Luffy and the whole straw hat with Shanks and you know the last arc is gonna be something to do with Shanks. He's gonna fight Shanks. That's what I think. I think he's gonna fight Shanks. Man, Usopp had to fight his dad. I think Luffy's gonna team up with Shanks to fight Blackbeard. That would be interesting as well. Could we never get to see Blackbeard's crew, really? You see that one guy in Dressrosa. Yes. Uh... And I believe there's a lady there who can change her face. A late in the Blackbeard crew because Moira he went to go find his old crew so he went to the Lion Invisible Man but that turned out to be one of Blackbeard's crew whatever I'm just saying there's a lot of people we haven't seen so it would be weird if the final arc wasn't about that that is true is it confirmed that after Wano's the final arc I believe yes damn people it- are gonna cry the world <laughs> is gonna flood because I think My Academia and One Piece kind of came at the same time that um they're gonna end around the same soon that is the only hitters. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, there's One Punch Man and Golden Kamui, but they're on, like, the adult side, right? Yeah. Look, okay, One Piece is still gonna be a lot of years. Look how long this mono like is. Damn, but they gotta find something I know, by They then. are desperate, man. How much money they put into Jujutsu Kaisen? Oh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, technically they have Black Clover, but that's ending soon, too. <laughs> I could see Jujutsu Kaisen ending soon. Oh, damn. Oh, um, series has no direction. Get back to Luffy. What? What more can you say? What more can you say? He's very simple. Anyone knows Luffy because Nami's a well-developed character where you have to kind of like argue but Luffy is like this is Luffy. Oh he- fair. Again, the monster theory has all the gold scenes that you look for in a series. I think also another thing is Luffy's the main character. He's going to have the most scenes. He's going to have the most highs and lows. He's going to interact with everyone. Yeah. There's no splitting of the crew and you get to see the other half in a different arc. <laughs> okay, let's move on to another one. The greatest rivalry of all One Piece. And greatest love. Greatest love. So mine's Zolo. And mine's Sanji. <laughs> Look, let me go off Sanji real fast. I think Sanji is the epic goat. He doesn't get one tragic backstory. He gets a two. He has a really cool power because you don't see a lot of kickers in anime. It's mostly with your fists. So the fact he fights exclusively with legs and he gets a lot of cool savior moments like the whole um, Mr. Prince because no one, you know, they didn't know he was part of the Straw Hat crew so he could come and just save the day 
That was well written. That was super good. And he has his whole morals. I won't fight women. I won't use my hands. You know, you know Sanji's personality. And like, Nami uses that as a clutch, man. Let's be honest though. Sometimes when characters have that whole won't fight women thing. That's annoying, yeah. And I think Sanji has done that quite a Maybe not quite a bit, but like a couple of times. Yeah, I think like definitely against the um, bubble woman in the CP9. And then I, I kind of wish his dream of the East Blue didn't get erased. Uh, not East Blue, All Blue. Is he not going to still find it? Well, they don't really talk about it. Because, because he found Fishman Island? Yeah, and then he was like, <laughs> my dream is going true. And Chop was like, I thought it was all blue. It's like, fuck you, reindeer. And I really like the fact that he had really clear power-ups. Like the whole um leg thing about putting it on fire because he's a chef. He brings the heat. Right. And then he learns the whole CP9 walk thing. That was pretty cool. And he has, I think it's cool that he has a hockey that like the other two doesn't really have the observation hockey. And I think Luffy has it, but he doesn't show it off as much as Sanji. Yeah, I think because the Supreme Hockey is using the two together. Yeah. So, you know, he doesn't really use it. But like, <laughs> so because like, I remember one scene, I don't know if this is spoilers or not, but this, this shouldn't be any surprise to you. Well, he's like running, I think Punk has it, he's running, but he hears like a woman scream with his observation hockey and he runs immediately back. Yeah, yeah. Back to the danger where the poison's coming in, flooding into the lab and he's like, gotta save a lady. That was funny. Yeah, that's funny. Like how he's not assholes to men. Like all those scenes were like, oh yeah, I made something beautiful for the ladies and for the guys you can have whatever you, you know, leftovers. But it's still a proper meal. It's just like beautiful finger sandwiches and tea for the women and then it's like, here's a PBJ. Yeah. So like he's axe brass but he's not actually an asshole. Like, I do like that. I do like it when characters, because I don't like it when characters are like nice to one and mean to the other because it, it's just, it's unnecessary and it gets a little annoying but this like nice to others and normal to the other people that's fine. I also do like the fact that um you get to see little glimpses of him here and there like when Nami got sick they're like oh maybe something she ate and Sanji's saying it's not possible. I specifically tailored the food for Nami and, and if anything seemed a little bit poisonous you guys had it because you guys had stronger stomachs. And it's hilarious. That's hilarious but also you know that's being considerate. It would, it would be a missed opportunity though if Sanji doesn't go to the all blue and that would be Oda's fault. That's be Oda's fault. Final battle all blue we kill all the fishes. <laughs> and then yeah there's a lot of things I like to talk about him but that's a whole cake island that you don't know about like hey don't listen you know remember that scene in whole cake island where Sanji was an opening 20 to be fair though you kind of already know the spoilers for Usopp yeah I don't know anything about Sanji's spoilers or past or you know but yeah there's some if I could talk about whole cake island you know the whole arc is gonna be about Sanji yeah of course so you know he's a lot of cool moments there I, I assume so and he does get one final power up before the series ends really he uses his hands <laughs> <laughs> I do think also it's very funny and um Punk has it he got really upset he couldn't eat the clear clear fruit oh yeah he won't eat a fruit yeah only clear clear what's clear clear that's to turn invisible oh the boys gotta swim before you see naked women <laughs> we've talked a lot about Zolo cause Annie gave me some bullshit reasons of why he's number 3 and not number 1 you put Nami at number 2 there's nothing wrong with that I know Luffy's kind of a one piece crime whatever Zolo's a pretty good answer though Zolo's a pretty good answer, yeah. I just want you 
you to so I sell me. He was a pirate hunter who was not an asshole to children. That's always a plus. When you're not an asshole to children, when you're ready to get crucified for a child, you get to be on top. It's always a plus. I don't know. I just think Zolo is one of the most badass characters. Because of course, there's the whole pain scene with Bartholomew. That an absolute fantastic of a scene. I also like the one where like, you know, he's looking for a new sword and then the dude's like, you can't buy that sword. That's bad luck. And he throws the sword in the... Because as a kid, my mind was going wild. Like, no! Because when you're a kid, you're watching and you're just using your own logic. You're not using the anime logic or the meta logic of being like, he can't lose his arm. How would the series go on? He can't lose an arm in the most trivial scene. Yeah, so but as, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, there's no way the sword's... And then it like bends over the back of, you know, the sword. Curved the bullet. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, because it was the sword's bad luck versus Zolo's good luck, which has never been said before, but... He never saw his tragic past, apparently, where he didn't have once that means he had good luck (laughs) he found a dojo out of nowhere and like he owns that dojo now because the girl died no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and they never said what really happened to her like she fell she fell down the stairs and died yeah the kids man they're fragile Man, at least we got shown in a damn force. I just always like that. No matter what, Zolo has always been loyal to Luffy. He will always fight the biggest bad guy until Luffy takes it over. I mean, he's just always there. Except Whole Kick Island. But there's a whole thing about that, right? There'll be too much sexual tension between Zolo and Sanji if that happened. Could you imagine how big that ship would be <laughs> if Zolo wasn't... But no, I do like I do like Zolo's fight with the general of Don Flamingo's army. I won't say the name because again Annie's on the arc but I do like stop listening I can see you come on be respectful that's it basically I don't really have to explain Zola you know why Zola's yeah, cool I know why Zola. it's weird because Zola doesn't have like a lot of things going for her on top of your mind it's just the whole character his every moment is kind of cool or funny I do like he's Sucked up his pride to train under Mihawk in order to help Luffy. Oh, right. His greatest rival. Yeah. Because he, he is the number one swordsman. And he fucked them up in the Sanji arc. You know what, though? Zolo is one of the only characters that is keeping the original point of what he wanted to do. Yeah. Like, he is actively going after Mihawk to be the number one swordsman. I mean, other people are still going for the greatest blank, but Zolo's one is more like, there's an enemy. Yeah. There's something concrete to like surpass Mihawk joins Shanks crew and then we get to see that in the final arc is that a spoiler or you're just saying I'm just saying shit spe- okay just speculating that would be kind of cool you gotta put Mihawk in the last arc somehow man they have to somehow put the warlords back into like the final arcs because I really do like them yeah we have Jinbei doesn't he relinquish it to join the straw hat crew oh you're right I don't know the new warlords I know oh god I forgot about uh, Whitebeard's son we're not talking about Edward who is it it's Boa um Mihawk Mihawk more, um, There's seven of them. Bartholomew. Oh, right, Bartholomew. Don Quixote got, is gone. Right, so he doesn't count. Moira's gone. Doesn't count. Blackbeard's gone. Doesn't count. Crocodile, but Crocodile. I think he was replaced by Blackbeard, right? Yeah. Don Flamingo's gone. We said that already. Oh, sorry. Um, Buggy's still there. Buggy's a warlord? I don't know what you know and you don't know, man. What? What? Anyway, is Law still a warlord? Was Law a warlord? Yes, he was a warlord. I'm so confused. Alright, we're just gonna end this now. We gotta go reread everything. Anyway, put in the comments, Zola versus Sanji. No, Luffy versus Robin. Bye!